video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 223 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Hobgoblin homeboy. Oh, shit. I was going to say my Nut Goblin homeboy, but... Oh, God, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't tell the people that. I don't find out the hard way. Uh, Mr. Grizz, what's up, man? We're almost there. We're almost at Halloween. Not quite our Halloween extravaganza. Not quite. But, 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 we're almost there, dude. And uh, it's it's full blown fall now. You saw some snow the other day. Oh, dude, did I? Yeah, man. Weird. Are you feeling it? Are you fucking feeling it? Well, dude, I've been busy gobbling nuts, and and then <laughs> I've seen some fucking snow. <laughs> and it, it, okay, so like it really wasn't. So so my homies like a little south of me. They they saw real fucking snow early, right? Me, I saw like an accumulation of hail. Is really, oh, okay. I think, what we could probably like call it to be more accurate. It, it, was, it, it like was legitimately like small balls of ice, Damn. where it didn't even create like slush piles, bro. It was just like there, straight ice, and then it was gone. So it like was nice. It was, it was an in and out at the, the supermarket. Yeah, you know, it was good. <laughs> I can't remember the last time there was like, I mean, at least one that I like sat there and had to deal with, like an, a real ice storm. Like, I remember when I was younger, like, that shit would happen. You couldn't drive at all. There would be, like, a fucking inch of solid ice on the ground. Like, people just fucking no control of their vehicle. I feel Uh, like that hasn't happened recently, or I can remember. being in Buffalo, dude, we get, like, the classic lake effect thing, right? And so, like, lake effect snow happens typically early in the season when the water's still fucking warm. You get a big low fronter and shit coming down from the uh, the old Canadian side, and it comes across the lakes and it fucking dumps. And I can't remember if it was October or early November. Uh, I want to say like 2013, 14, dude. Where we like where my house sits right now, my house would have been buried. Like you couldn't wow. see the you wouldn't see the roof of my house, bro. Thirteen feet plus in like areas around where i live i was in north buffalo at the time i had to like we took all of our trucks we had properties down here do we like a whole fleet of us motherfuckers had to like come down here all the shitty streets were closed cops were everywhere wouldn't let us come through dude but we were like yo we gotta like unbury these roofs they're gonna fucking collapse on us and shit dude it was one of the wildest fucking experiences none of the city had power for like weeks People were walking to the fucking grocery stores because you couldn't get your cars out. Dude, your cars were gone. If you didn't Damn. get out there and shovel, you didn't you didn't find your car for like you a month, go bro. Out there like hourly. Insanity, dude. That's I've crazy. never seen that much snow in my entire life. But like no. that's where we get hit. We'll get hit like October, November with these in fucking insane storms of just massive proportions. It's coming, bro. It's Don't coming. That. Dude, and, dude, it's fucked up because like all my redneck friends, right? They're all out in the woods fucking hunting and shit. And they're like, dude, the fucking deer are out there mating already. They're grunting and shit, right? And I'm like, what the... Okay, what the fuck does that mean to me, right? Like, yeah, you fucking pervert. Yeah, right? But apparently, like, that usually doesn't happen until November. 
Like you don't deer call for mating. Like you got like they'll, they'll go out there and they'll like put piss on themselves because they're fucking disgusting people, and they'll sit drinking in the woods, yeah, piss, drinking the deer piss, <laughs> and like they'll fucking sit out there, right? But like they don't, they don't do like the mating calls until November, and I guess the whole deal is that like, dude, they're fucking early. Because they know oh. they're about to get slammed in November I, with some snow, I guess. So, like, that's what the, ooh, the whole fucking hunters are saying. But who knows if that's what's up or not. What What does a deer mating call sound like? Hey, baby, I'm over here. Yeah. Look at my balls. <laughs> I, I, was, I was hoping it was like, ah. Oh, these are New York deer. It's way different. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is there anything worse than digging out your fucking car than somebody's parked in your spot when you come back? Oh, dude, that's that's got to be fucking brutal. I have, I have my own driveway now, but dude, being like on the road in the city and shit like that, you get buried by fucking plows. You finally get your shit out. You got a decent spot and you're right. Dude, you come back and somebody's pulled into your cleaned out spot. There's no place Fuck for you to that. go. Rage. Fuck. Pure fucking insanity, yeah. dude. That's fucked oh, up, I don't man. miss that's, it. That's, don't a, miss that's it. a fucking deadly sin right there. No, right? I don't miss that shit Straight the hell with you. So, Grizz, uh, I know we're talking about snow shit right now. It's 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 not about that. It's yeah. not about that. It's Halloween moment, season, man. dude. What have you been doing? You doing anything cool fucking yet? Halloween. I've been watching tons of movies, dude. I've been watching tons of shit that like I haven't watched in years. Here we go. Like, um, what the fuck did I watch? Uh... The Conqueror Worm, uh, oh, the nice. Vincent Price, fucking witch movie. That's so witch funny, Finder dude. General. I watched fucking House on Haunted Hill last night. But really? The Vincent yeah, Price dude. one? Yeah. Classic. One of my favorites, dude. I watch this shit every Halloween. Classic. I also, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, like newer ones, newer Halloween movies that maybe I wouldn't have given a chance, but now that I ran out of old shit to watch, it's time to it's like time. move into contemporary yeah. Uh, you know, contemporary Halloween movies. Hell House LLC. Have you ever watched that movie? I have not, but the uh, the dudes over on Dead, uh, Dead with My Friends, they fucking love that shit, dude. They've been talking about it a bunch, so I it's on my Bro. list. I, I should probably Bro. get on my shit and check that out. Bro. Fucking awesome, man. Really? Found footage. Like, mm, real I love fucking... found footage. Dude, it's real good, man. It's real good. I watched the, uh, the sequel, too, part two. I thought that was really good too. They kind of went in a slightly different direction, then brought it back to the found footage thing. It's okay. fucking awesome. I really so, liked it. Speaking of sequels, dude, there's another thing that's been on my radar that I feel like I've probably slept on because I probably saw. Oh, I, I did see a lot of things about the original, and I was like, "This has got to be fucking horrible." It looked like one of these new, you know, write-off movies that I'd see on Amazon and shit, you know. And it's this Terrifier thing. Have you seen uh-huh. the original Terrifier? I've seen uh, like Terrifier or Hall- All Hallows Eve, the the one with the fucking clown. Yeah, well, well, Terrifier is like based off of. So that's on another previous- fucking. Oh, see, well, I'm, well, like, I'm they, way up. They made like a. It was like a short film, okay. and then they ended up making it into a feature length, like a full length movie. But yeah, so I haven't I've, seen I've any seen of that it shit. Before. I've seen the first one. So I guess, dude, everybody's talking about the second one and about it just being like fucking disgusting like talking about people getting sick in the theaters watching it and shit and stuff like that so i it is it has sparked my interest because anything that has that kind of notoriety i feel like i need to take the time to fucking check out but like i said i haven't seen any of that stuff so i feel like i gotta fucking watch two movies now god damn it dude it's just i it's, it's a it's I, a lot I think, 
I think part two is still like being shown in theaters. I don't know if there's anywhere that you can buy it online at this point or like stream it. It is showing it, locally to me. I did see it at some. So I was thinking about maybe having a nice little Halloween movie trip. I, I haven't been to the fucking theater in like three years, dude. Pre-COVID, right? Pre. And like, dude, before that, it had been like a year. Because I'm just anti-fucking yeah. social. So like, yeah. I don't do shit. Like, I don't go yeah, anywhere. You just wait for it to come out on fucking, yeah, you know, I mean, HBO I wanna, or whatever. I sit home and smoke and watch it. I don't want to be in a fucking movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm really interested in Terrifier 2. Um, I probably won't go to the theater to see it. I didn't. Probably just I, wait, I yeah. really didn't even see any. I don't think I, I saw any listings in my if area. they but, were smart, dude, they would drop it for streaming like on Halloween or like at least this, the Halloween weekend, like just like to like Friday get more eyeballs on it, man. Fuck. Yeah. I, I agree, but I, I will be watching that. Um, maybe what we should cover, Terrifier. I Definitely feel like, something we should probably cause, do. Because yeah. it does fit our thing, man. I, I gotta say. Uh, if, you, if you like the movie or not, like it, it does fit with the type of things that we watch here. I will say I remember being like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But... I, I would like to do like a real like a, like a critical watch of it. You know what I mean? Like a, a show watch. I'm, and I feel I think like it's, yeah. I think that's a. I like clown movies. I like evil clowns and shit. But like, there's a thin line, dude, of being like, this is a good evil clown movie, and this is a fucking corny, horrible evil clown movie. So I can't really we'll think see. of too many clown movies besides like obviously it. Well, yeah, and, that's uh, the, that's you the know, big clown one house. Sure. Yeah, clown house. You, yeah. you got uh, killer clowns. Killer clowns from outer space. There's the a lot of th- there's a bunch that we're not mentioning, dude. Because I've seen a movie, lot of like. There's that movie. I think it's called Clown, where the guy starts turning into the clown. Yeah, that dude. That's, that's what one. I'm thinking of. That's actually a really good one. Um, I, I feel like we're missing some still, but uh, I don't know, man. I feel like that genre. Oh, Clownado. There you go. Oh, my God. Which, Speaking which leads us, of, yeah, of which, Clownado. Very which nice, leads dude. leads us <laughs> into this week's movie, and that's going to be Todd Sheets' Goblin from 1993, a movie that he disowns, he fucking hates. Um, he didn't even I, direct I, half of it, so. <laughs> yeah, he, he like gave up halfway through, I guess. Um, this one, we've been waiting for a while to uh, to do, I do have the tape here. It's a video outlaw release. One of took the me forever, to find, dude. Yeah, yeah, look how minty years is too. Nice. Well, it's got a thing on it, but it's got a baller. case. Still, but, uh, don't don't downplay yeah. it. It's so nice. <laughs> it took me a long time to find that one, man. Finally, we uh, my buddy. I can only said, guess. I can only guess. Don't even fucking say it, dude. No, your you buddy. Guess. Nope, you're not. It's, nope. it's, it's not him. No. Let lay it on me. Chaz, bro. Oh, it can only have gone one of two ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I finally acquired it. Um, this movie is probably one of my favorite shot on mo- uh, shot on video films, just because it's fucking absurd. Right? That can you agree with is, that? Dude, just I, like, dude, I I agree with everything you just fucking said. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. This movie's fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> The man that can do no wrong, Todd Sheets, um, the creator of Zombie Rampage. I won't say he can do no wrong. There's a, there's a lot that there's to be critical of, but it's still an awesome hey. movie. Um, Todd Sheets is an absolute legend when it comes to shot on video films, right? Would you say he's probably one of like, I know he wasn't the first. He wasn't one of the first, but I would say he is probably 
one of the godfathers of American shot on video horror, right? Yeah, I could I could get on board with that statement, especially because of the fact that it seemed like to me from an outside perspective and a lot of the stuff that we've researched over the years that he made like a name for himself in that genre quick and like early kind of like yeah. to the point where like other people who were coming up trying to to get into that scene also were reaching out to him learning from him working with him to kind of like figure out their own shit so like i could definitely say that he he, he put a stamp on on this you know shot on video horror community early on in his career so let's see zombie rampage 1989 bimbo's bc 1990 sorority babes in the dance of thana death 91 prehistoric bimbos in armageddon city 91 madhouse 91 um i guess zombie rampage was actually released in 92 but nightmare asylum 92 dominion Mm. 92 zombie bloodbath 93 goblin 93 bloodthirsty cannibal demons 93 Bimbo's in Time, 93. <laughs> Moonchild, 94. He took a break in 94. Don't Zombie Bloodbath 2 took a break in 95. Dude, this guy just pumping out stuff. Dead Things, Violent New Breed, uh, Vampire Holocaust. I think he. That was the remake of. Right. Uh, it wasn't him directing, it was his buddy, right? But it's yeah, based off of yeah. his movie. It's, I mean, he's definitely responsible for it. Yeah, but like, oh my god, this guy just fucking keeps putting shit out. And, you know, we were joking about Clownado. Yeah, High Fear, High Eight, all that fucking, man, we can high just eight keep going. High Eight is awesome. If you like anthologies, check out High Eight. It's all of your favorite directors, like, you know, Tim Ritter, Todd Sheets, all these dudes doing a really cool uh, all shot on High Eight. It's a really, really great anthology. I can't recommend that one enough. Um, one that I really want to watch, I don't know why I have it yet, but Bone Hill Road from 2017, the uh, werewolf movie. I hear that's great too. What's another one that I've been kind of sleeping on? We should that's that's you know we should uh, put those two movies on the list for coming up, man, because those look like both of those fun movies to cover. Yeah, because I mean, like Moonchild, that's a that's a werewolf movie. Uh, there's a lot of Todd Sheets stuff that we could still cover. I have a bunch of these tapes, so we have like an unlimited, well, not great. unlimited, but. You know, <laughs> um, but like, dude, some of this stuff is just mwah, chef's yeah. kiss when it comes to shot on video. We're not talking about watching fucking Apocalypse Now or The Godfather Part Two or something here. You know what I mean? It's no, you gotta understand what you're getting fun, into. <laughs> yeah, this is fun shit that you're gonna watch with your with your friends. That you can laugh about. You're gonna fucking be grossed out at some of the shit. This is exactly what I look for in shot on video movies. Talk and about a Halloween a party story. movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Really good Halloween definitely. party movie, dude. And uh, something about Goblin is there's the infamous soundtrack by Enochian Key mixed with some, uh, I think, public domain music that definitely doesn't fit. You can tell where. Uh, where that is in the movie. Oh, I got Anoki statements about key. the music. We will talk about. <laughs> you you want me to? All right, well, I won't talk about that yet. We'll talk right. about them right. later. Is there even um, a, is there even a trailer to this movie? I have no fucking clue, dude. I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine there being a trailer to this fucking thing. But I guess if there is, I'll hit it. If not, I'm going to play. Find some Anoki and Key if you can. There's got to be some oh, fucking music. Okay, There's got to yeah. be some jams. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll 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 see what I can do. 
Goblin. I, I, I wish I I wish I would have actually uh, said that more in like a death metal voice <laughs> or something. But I'm not going to do it now. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, Grizz, this movie is very interesting. I guess you could say. Um, a story of a goblin that was summoned by a farmer <laughs> to help the harvest. Yes. But this goblin, uh, I guess was it was an accident that this fucking thing came. And, and now he's running amok, killing townsfolk and people on the Romero property. <laughs> I love that name, too. And I, I like that it's, uh, you know, the, it's, I think it's a really cool setup, especially for like a shot on video movie. You usually don't get something this uh i don't know ex- i don't want to say ex- you know extravagant or whatever but it's it's very like thoughtful i guess is the better word man like to have this kind of cool unique you know it it, it does kind of remind me a little bit of ernest scared stupid the whole fucking oh, okay. goblin go. being like banished into a fucking well same thing as being like put under a tree and shit i kind of got that vibe for sure but anyways like i think it's a cool thing having this like uh, it was summoned by this, uh, he, it was a farmer that did white magic and it was supposed to be, he was a good magician and all this shit, but like the curse backfired or whatever, this goblin is summoned and he fucking just starts killing a bunch of people on the farm. They boarded up in this well and what do you fucking know? These unlucky goddamn kids, they show up to the fucking party and they take the fucking stuff off the well in their new house. And, and now we just have mayhem you know complete gory fucking mayhem <laughs> i think that's this now, movie really in a nutshell yeah i mean i immediately thought of savage harvest oh dude it when, feels like, like that right yeah yeah i yeah, get that like a similar setting almost like the like where they are and everything just every this just reminds me of savage harvest for whatever reason but the story is um, rather interesting, especially for a shot on video movie. And I gotta, I gotta give that to Todd Sheets, man. I know he doesn't like this shit, and he doesn't want people to judge him on these movies. But like, at least he tried to put like an actual story into his movies, and it wasn't just like a straight like gore flick. You know what See, I mean? I, I gotta, I gotta agree to a disagree a little bit with that. I think that in some cases, he definitely it, it's just a gore flick, dude. Zombie bloodbath and stuff like that. The story's so fucking deluded and unfollowable that it really is just it's a fun gore flick to watch i gotta give it to this dude jerry angel or angle i don't know how the fucking use it's angel with two l's how the fuck do you say that (laughs) but like uh, i think that dude is probably more responsible for this like really dialed in real nice fucking cool unique story because i don't I, i don't see that this level of like thoughtfulness put into a story and a lot of the other Todd sheets stuff at this well, time like, it well, comes like, around but well like zombie rampage like there's a cool story there no they try to not. use the dude they it, try they get the they use the book to try to to get their fucking friend back like to, dude, to do this thing and it brings back zombies bro that's a good right. story it's okay but it's it's been had dude like that's a very typical like how many movies we watch where a book bring back the fucking dead? We just watched one. I mean, it's 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 kind well, of technically, like technically a book brought this goblin back from wherever. 
Yeah, damn it, you're right. Right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, fuck this movie, too. Oh boy! Good call. So yeah, they they end up finding like this box that has like a book. It has a little amulet in it. It also has uh, what else did it have in it? It had like a bunch of no, bullshit. Wait, wait, see, no, the book didn't bring him fucking back, bro. Him, he was he was trapped in the goddamn well. And the day before they even found the book, homie took the the wood off the well. The book just told them what was going on. The book was like the diary that was like, I got this fucking troll and I'm fucking blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I figured it out. But like, really, the book really didn't conjure anything. It's my out on this. There is a book here, but it's not like the, the it just gives some answers. That's all this kind book does. Kind of a does. red herring, actually, the book. That's yeah. That's that's I like that. Very good. Nice. There we go. We both win. There okay. it is. It's a, that's an, that's an what out. we're all about. If you if you had fun, you won. Right? That's, that's right. what my gym teacher oh my in elementary God, school used to say. If you had fun, you, you won. won. <laughs> that's definitely not true when like you have like oh. your nose broken by a fucking dodgeball, right? <laughs> it was fun like, for that moment. Why did the substitute teacher throw it at me? <laughs> um this movie has an extremely convoluted cast. Uh, I'm not even. I'm not even going to attempt to say who's who. I had no unless idea. you. Yeah, there's so many people in this movie. Um, everybody's names are kind of similar. They don't say half the names for half the movie. Um, but I gotta say, the actors in this movie and uh, do you st- do you still use the term actresses or? I guess yeah, I don't know. Right? Is everybody actors just and actresses? An- Whoever, well, whatever. The, the cast of this movie, I would have to say, is probably one of the more entertaining casts. Just like the delivery of the lines and stuff. Oh, it's man. not fucking like great <laughs> acting or anything. It felt like my friends were just doing it with a camcorder at some point. Yeah, yeah. Which is, but it's, it's but endearing. It's extremely entertaining. Yeah, I like right? it. Like, I, I feel like they're an entertaining cast. Um, you kind of laugh when most of them get killed. Oh, yeah. It's kind of goofy, but yes. in a good way. You know what I mean? So I feel like this thing was uh, set up for success, at least in our eyes. Maybe not in Todd Sheets's eyes. Maybe not in ninety nine percent of the population's eyes. But for me, when it comes it. to like, yeah, when it comes to like bad taste video, SOV, fucking stupid shit. This is this is it. If you're fucking gonna watch Splatter Farm, you're definitely gonna watch. Follow this. it up. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, the best part about the casting thing too, dude, which was funny, was like at the end, there's like all the credits. And they're going through and they have all like these like still shots of the people that they're like talking about. Yeah. And like yeah. they gave a special still shot to Tammy's tits. It's like their own like special <laughs> fucking character. I was like, oh, Todd, you get it, buddy. Professional, right? <laughs> yeah, very Super professional. professional. Um, but you were saying that Todd Sheets basically like walked off after a while. He was sick of filming the gore scenes, right? That's, yeah, he was like, you story, guys do apparently. this. <laughs> yeah, so like the people, I guess, that were in the movie finished it and that's why you could see like normal human arms killing people instead of like a goblin looking thing you know for there's most some rough of it, cuts at least. there's definitely some spots in the movie where the goblin is completely fucking falling apart <laughs> you're just like who's yeah, that man. dude with the fucking <laughs> rebox on running across the lawn and his fucking hunched well, over I pose keep, i was gonna say i keep i like kept thinking that he had like dungarees on <laughs> he did 
did, dude. Right? They were, right? Yeah, dude. You, you could see through that costume so bad. I got I And you know what? The costume reminded me of Savage Harvest also. It did, yeah. It's like drapey fucking pieces of cloth. And like a, yeah, like it looked like a face fake roster yeah, wig. It really is. I, I mean, when it comes to... When it comes to the to the monster design in this, I'll give it a I'll give it a like an A for effort and a D but for fucking <laughs> yeah yeah he does he does zombies way better which are in this movie also by yes. the way but I but I feel like Todd does zombies way better and like the movie and right from the jump you're gonna you're getting into this movie you know right away what you're you're getting into from the you see the initial farmer die by the goblin right like yeah, that's what that's Mark supposed Polonia to be get fucking killed with the hedge trimmer okay so this is what this is the funniest fucking aspect of this entire movie to me as a carpenter who works with power tools every day the fact that not a single fucking tool was running at any point when all of oh, this yeah was, yeah yeah dude Okay, and also the thing that cracked me up even more is there. there's a part where the goblin comes in with a fucking saw, right? And he's going to cut somebody up. But it's like, it's, it's 19 fucking 90. So he has like an extension cord plugged into Dude, the fucking yeah, saw. He's ready. <laughs> it's he's ready. In my head, I'm thinking like the goblin's like, I got to get a fucking extension cord. This isn't long enough. <laughs> and he's like searching the fucking house looking for a plug and shit. It's like, it's like, like oh, this is only a two prong. Oh no, putting it ridiculous. back. I gotta get grounded plugs. What the fuck? <laughs> Ripping the ground out of the fucking drill and shit. Oh my Just god, like, dude! It. Yeah, it was the drill scene, which is great. I mean, the drill scene is fucking awesome. It, it, it's definitely like a faulty callback. You know, it, Sheets is a big fan. He said it himself, and it, it does. It does yeah, they literally very, say it in the movie. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it has a very similar fucking vibe and shit too. But man. I just die laughing. Any t- they got the fucking lawnmower and they're running across the fucking field chasing the goblin with the lawnmower and the fucking blades aren't even turning and they keep yeah, like yeah. zooming in on the blades like they're supposed to be like this suspenseful thing and I'm like they're running at this motherfucker with the lawnmower yeah. off. It's like, completely what's still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh There's my no God. engine sounds at any fucking point in this movie. It, it ain't dude. no hollow gate, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, dude, like the hedge trimmer. He's not even the head. He's moving the hedge trimmer back and forth like a little bit of a saw motion. As if we're supposed to think this is sawing this dude in half. See, I mean, it's just funny, but it's fun as fuck, man. I love here's, it. Here's a question. All right. So back in the 70s and most of the 80s, all of the power tools that were used in horror movies were generally like um, gas powered or something, yes, right? Yes, 100%. And then you go into this shit where it's like electric and stuff. It does, it, does it make it like a little bit more goofy to you? Yes. That's what I, to, for me, that's what I just could not stop laughing about. It's just all of the ridiculous aspects. Cause like I, I've been the dude who's like, fuck, I got to get an extension cord. This isn't long enough for the job that I'm on and stuff. So I'm thinking like I'm that dude. Like the god was like, motherfucker, I can't fucking just want to drill this face already. What the fuck? Dude, he needs like the driller killer pack. Yeah, like dude, the exactly. battery pack, the uh, battery belt. I, I do feel like when you see like electric things like that, it just takes a little bit away from the... Uh, I, I think even like when, they, I, when you... I don't know. They, it's... I don't think we ever saw like an ex- even if they were using a corded instrument of death before like you never saw it past 
where the tool like would be on screen. You never saw where it left to an extension cord somewhere, you know? The oh fact that you God. saw the extension cord is what got me. I'm like, oh shit, there it is. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I just, it, it to me, it just adds to like the whole ridiculousness it, it, of the it movie. It is perfect. Yeah, and there are tons of kills in this movie. Absolutely. It's an absolute bloodbath, right? Tons of guts, tons of gore, meat getting fucked up, meat getting played with. Oh, the close-ups, sorts dude, of they're shit. really unique. I thought that was a cool aspect of things, because like, you Very see a lot of gore like. where people are like, oh, he hears them tearing up someone's guts. You see a lot of that in this movie, too. A lot of gut play. It's a good word for it, gut play. <laughs> uh, but then, like... You got that cool shot with like he's stabbing that fucking he's stabbing Todd Sheet's hand and fucking uh, like it's just like opening up and you can like they get the close up of the hand like oozing and like the scissors like pulsating inside of it. That was a really cool aspect to me. Very Fulci like that's yes. what they were doing in all those Fulci films. Can we talk about Todd Sheets just kind of like appearing out of nowhere, looking like Dave Mustaine as like per a, usual? Like a chubby Dave Mustaine. <laughs> yeah, wearing like short shorts. Yeah, right? like Nike uh, shorts out of the leather. It's like full jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very like the funny. Dude's wearing the, the dude's wearing the leather to the beach. Yes, right? Like 100%. middle of July, he's still got dude, his fucking leather jacket on. Rashed to death, dude, for sure. <laughs> Nike high tops, he's killing it. Looks like the same exact person from Zombie Rampage. Oh yeah, it's 100%. like it's like oh, it's like the same dude you'd meet now at a convention. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a second, if I didn't know it was Todd Sheets, like if I didn't, you know, immediately re- like oh, guy that looks like David Stain in a leather jacket, that's Todd Sheets. I thought it was a woman at first. <laughs> a very busty fucking. Well, it's, well, it's like dark out. There's yeah. a leather jacket. That's like not a like a, a that's anybody can wear a leather jacket. True, true. The He's long, got big curly hair. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Todd Sheets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a linebacker chick. That's Todd Sheets. <laughs> no, that's just Todd Sheets, man. The most metal filmmaker of the oh 90s, my God. right? And I think it's so win- funny that like wait. he has this cameo. Well, he's always in these movies. He's I know, but like this is the one that like, you know, he walked off. He didn't want to do these gore scenes. And then he's in like one of the biggest gore scenes of the movie. Yeah, it's get, just funny. Getting killed with the gardening shears. Yeah. Very burning. In- yes. Yes. But, uh, man, I got to ask you, who would win in a fight, Todd Sheets or J.R. Bookwalter? I mean, Todd At Sheets this time, beat that ass, dude. I so? mean, okay, I feel bad like saying that, but, like, dude, I mean, J.R. is a little, little nerdy, right? I mean, I don't think he was yeah. putting up All right, too much. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I think Sheets has got a few inches on him and I don't know, a few pounds for sure, too. So it's, it's, uh, it's an uphill who's, battle for Bookwalter. Who's pound for pound probably the toughest of these guys if you had a guess oh okay are we talking like today or like heyday like at that point at that point man you know who i who was who was a fucking kind of a brick shithouse back in the day was our darkness boy fucking yonker dude he was no he was no pushover back he's a big boy so he might be up there dude i'm gonna have to say man at this time fucking van bebert bro Oh, how could yeah? I mean, he he was like in tip top shape, fucking doing it for sure. He was a little skinny in, in my sweet Satan, but dude, yeah, but he was like ripped. He was definitely cut still for sure, dude. Yeah, and you're I think right, he's man. A pretty tall dude, right? I think he's a big guy. I don't think he's like fucking. He's got to be at least six foot for sure. So yeah, 
You know, I, I would like to see him and Sheets go at it today. Damn. I'd like to, like to see Sheets beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, Goblin probably has um, way more kills than your average shot on video movie that wasn't coming from Germany. Uh, what would you say was uh, some of the highlights or were some of the highlights from this movie? For me? Yeah. I mean, Pussy Hook. That, oh, the scythe. The dude, hand scythe. That, that took it brutal over the top for me. Something I haven't seen, really. I mean, I've seen some, you know, genital mutilation in film, you know, but this was like, this was Next interesting. Level. This was a different way of going about it. Yeah, that, that was uh, rather rough. There's the guy that, like, it looks like the poker goes into his hot ass. Hot poker. Yes, the hot poker. I have that down, too, as one of my favorites. <sighs> Dude, that would hurt like a motherfucker, man. That comes out the front, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, Todd, Todd's got some fucking, some real, he's got a mean streak, bro. You know, and one of my favorite parts, one of my favorite things about all the different gore scenes in the movie, whenever the goblin's fucking somebody up, we get this Anoki and Key guitar <laughs> track. Tell me that's not a fucking road rash fucking song from that video <laughs> game, dude. It sounds so much like Lord it. Lord help me, Father. Oh, the lyrics, dude. I lost it when the fucking lyrics came in. I couldn't oh, fucking handle yes. it. It's, I mean, you're doing it better justice. Honestly, you sound better than the fucking vocalist does. Hey, man, I I feel like I feel like a Nokia and Key has some fucking bangers, man. Yeah, when they're not fucking singing for sure. That zombie rampage fucking soundtrack oh, is dude, awesome. Really good. I, I just feel like this one, like that song that they play over and over again, it just sounds like when I was in high school, which probably was around the time period he, you know, <laughs> this was like he was probably either in high school or just out, right? For sure. So, like, kind of makes sense. But the 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 music, man. I'm just thinking the whole time I'm like I, I want to be on a fucking eight bit bicycle, you know, motorcycle, kicking someone with chains and shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Fucking, with a fucking chain. God damn, that was the best video game ever, dude. But I, I like I really like the fact that he has like this band, his band Anoki and Keen. Like he does music for all these movies that he makes. Oh yeah, it's smart too. I mean, That's it's really a very, cool. you know, it's a very Walsh move. Matthew Jason Walsh move. It's it's like very similar. I, I'll i agree with that, man. Matthew Jason Walsh, though, is like next level. He kills. Oh, there's no comparison. Don't get me wrong. I think Walsh's music is is the pinnacle of what makes a, a lot of even the book Walter stuff special, man. As he is, he is the fucking polishing act. When you can have a great shot on video movie and then you pair it up with music like he's able to produce it's a fucking home run yeah and because like i would say he is like at a professional level yeah when it comes to like composing and everything where like todd cheats is like if me and you did it yeah you know for I mean? sure <laughs> that's why i like, like it though too it's like it, it, it it's amateurish but it's like awesome in that sense yeah yeah and it adds to the movie yeah. because it's it's not it's an amateur know, movie yeah, exactly. It, it all fits, fits. With everything that you yeah. see. And I really wish I could have saw this, you know, when I was way younger. I would have loved to see this like in fucking 1997 or something. A lot like of that. this stuff it dude, would have changed my, my fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, it would have totally changed my perspective on horror when I was younger in a really awesome way. 
I never remembered seeing this tape ever in no, in the video store, even when I was older. Stuff. Um, a, a lot of this shit, like I knew some of the movies, a lot of the Tempe video stuff I knew. See, I never when saw I was any younger. of that stuff in my stores, bro. That must have just been for whatever reason, like the the local store that I used to go to might have like bought stuff from the catalog. And you I know think what your I mean? location they, had a lot to do with it. You're in, you're in like a locale that, you know, being that close to the city, you kind of have that like bigger, you know, push in like media and stuff and then and, and just ex- exposure to different things, I think comes from being in that populated of an area where it's like growing up in fucking a town where I had more cows than people. I'm not in the local stores, yeah. not too worried about bringing in Tempe yeah. stuff, you know? They're not going to rent JR it. Isn't, JR isn't exactly calling Bubble yeah, Fuck. Yeah, for New sure. York. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that does make sense. But I really wish that I was able to see some of this when I was younger. It probably would have inspired me to actually try to make my own movies. That's what, yeah, I'll do for sure. I think that's because, definitely the case. Because when I was, you know, all these kids start, well, kids, all these guys started when they were extremely young. Like, I didn't even know it was possible. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know people were doing that. No. Until I was maybe in, what, middle to high school? And by then, it was like digital was was the thing by then. Yeah. You're, you know, so like, I lost, I, I missed out on that prime time. You know what I mean? I mean, I think the closest thing that I that came to, like, anything like this for me and, and you know, my kind of like the kids I grew up with and like maybe that generation or whatever was like making our own skate videos. Like, you know, that's where like I did it. We had like the small, what were the small fucking tapes? Like Are they high tape? eight? Right. Oh yeah. 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 You yeah, know, we, we, we always recorded a bunch of like our skate videos on high eight and shit like that. And we, you know, go to the school fucking computer lab and try to edit them and shit. And we had no fucking idea what we were doing. And like <laughs> the software is fucking caveman shit and stuff. But like, that was the closest I ever got to like making my own movies and stuff, and that was rough. So like, and you had to think about that too. The technology, like of, of analog digitally, like and I mean compared to digital and stuff, trying to edit that, you know, taking all your raw footage that you had that you just filmed you know, on VCR video, VCR to VCR, or or doing it in the camcorder. That's what A I'm saying. Like trying too. to. It's insanity the amount of work that these dudes like Todd Sheets and, and Bookwalter and these guys did when they are shooting on video to then go back and edit and make a cohesive film. Dude, my hat's off to you. Like, digital fucking has made everything a cakewalk where anybody can put, you know, with a brain can put a quick video together for some shit. So this yeah. was really, you took some, it, and I think that's lost on a lot of people that the skill that it took to really make a shot on video movie that would get mass production. Yeah. And I mean, also you have Tim Ritter doing it also back 100%, then. 100%. Yeah. But there wasn't the, there were no resources, you know, on the internet that you could just fucking Google or whatever. You didn't have that. You had to like go to your library. You had to like take class. Maybe you went to film school. A lot of these guys, I don't even think went to film school. Maybe they did. I don't know. But, um, like it's amazing that they were able to even do this before they had the opportunity to go to film school. You know what I mean? They were doing this shit. Didn't he say wasn't Zombie Rampage when he was in high school? High school, right? Look at the Polonian brothers. Splatterfly, yeah. still oh in fucking God. school, dude. Mark you know? and John are, are fucking geniuses when it comes to this shit. And 
and dude like and, and talking to tim uh, tim ritter and stuff he's shown me like pictures and stuff like that of his old editing bay and his old editing studio in his house it's fucking chaos and he's like dude like hours upon hours like you don't even understand the amount of time it took to edit creep like to make that fucking movie like it is insanity and it's all just these big analog fucking recording machines and like splicing fucking film putting things together dude like it's a labor of love i can only imagine yeah because nobody was expecting to make money off of these no. you were hoping you were you were hoping that somebody would even distribute it see like, it a couple, you a couple of your homies saw it and they liked it that's one thing to have anybody else like get eyes on something you made that's not in your immediate circle that's fucking huge man yeah i mean you, you have only a handful of labels that are dealing with this shit you got todd cook doing the cemetery cinema stuff Right. Um, but that was even more yeah that would have fit at this point yeah like 93 right he would have he would have been banging with that out um you have todd cook you have jr bookwalter with tempe video video outlaw he he produced this movie that's why it's a fucking outlaw release um let's see at, th- at that time you had cinema home video maybe yeah. right david was a david dakota right yeah owned that a few things here and um, there at that point uh you had uh film threat that would put out maybe a shot on video movie, which I don't even did. Film Third even put out any shot on video stuff. I mean, yes. not yes, they did. They yeah, didn't, they did uh, some bootgerite stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that's true. That is shot on video stuff. Yeah, um, I, I always forget about but, they did a bunch of like that German hardcore shit. But they really, like, they really didn't have too many options. It's like being in a metal band. You know what I mean? Where there's only let's, a handful of labels that are going to get you into stores. Well, that's why we like you were just making that list, and it, and it, you know the same thing goes with with Tim with Twisted Illusions and stuff like that. These all oh, these yeah. all these dudes ended up putting out all of their own shit because that was the only real way you had to invest in yourself. You had to fucking market yourself. You had to make the fucking tapes yourself, and you had to ship them yourself, man. Like it, it oh, really was. If you wanted it out there, you were gonna get it out there. Yeah, you had Dead Alive, Burning Moon, that yeah, shit for sure. Yeah, there that, you it, go. That, even like the Dead Alive stuff that came along, you know, a little after that time period. Ninety six was, I think, really when they started putting a lot of shit out. Yeah, you, you had very limited options, and even look, how big is the actual catalog for Tempe Video? for um the video outlaw stuff even cinema home video uh all this shit the the catalogs aren't that big tiny when compared it, to like things that have like you know major releases like media investor and stuff like that i mean dwarfism oh it, it, it really shrinks down in like the, the scale of things when you're looking at 20 25 releases maybe for some of these companies in comparison to yeah, thousands if that yeah if that for right. a lot of these that's being people. generous yeah for sure You'll you'll see some of these fucking things. A A, you get things like Dead is Dead Two, where it's completely just self released. Yeah, yeah, like not it's not on anybody's fucking label. Um, but a lot of them only have what maybe five, six, seven releases. Donna Michelle only has a fucking handful. Handful, you, you know. So when you are able to get your movie distributed put in stores that was like your fucking that was your goal that's what you wanted you you didn't care about the money you weren't expecting to get money you just want people to see it 
Exactly. You wanted the exposure and all that shit. That's where it comes down to like the love of the game, dude. I like I I have so much respect for that because like you really weren't getting rich making shot on video movies. It's it's dude. It's no different than what we've done. You know, being in metal bands our whole lives. You know, like even if you're in a fucking band like let's let's say like a band that's like Black Dahlia Murder, for instance, or something like that, where you've reached that level of success you're still not a rich fucking person coming out of that band. You know, you might be a little more well off than the average metal band, but you're not a fucking rich motherfucker, dude. Like you don't, you ain't just stopping and retiring. You don't, you know, I've, I've been in successful bands. I've been in not successful bands and shit, dude. And I've, I've made a little bit of money, but I've never made a lot of money, but I've made a ton of fucking experiences. I've had a lot of great fucking times. And that's kind of the same thing I get from doing shot on video horror movies man like these dudes going into it know that hey look you know we're we're a niche fucking thing that's only going to appeal to a subgenre of a subgenre already we're doing this for the fucking love of it and because this is what we want to see and what we would be into and that's no different than like being in a fucking gore grind band and putting out an album that you know maybe 20 to 30 people in america might even fucking buy but you know a bunch of other people in a different country might be into and shit like that it's it's very very similar in that regard yeah and when your career spans this huge 30 fucking years like you really gotta love this shit to keep going oh dude yeah like touch it's like i said still fucking doing it man this is a passion that has grown it and he's 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 obviously made enough that he can make this a passion that is his career you know Todd Sheets isn't a fucking millionaire but he's made enough money to fucking sustain a life that he enjoys making fucking movies continuously and that's awesome yeah so uh, back to Goblin though let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about spoiler alert the ending of this movie um, what do you think about the way that they dispatch the Goblin they have to cut him open and shove that necklace inside that motherfucker like a turkey it's cool. I mean, you know, I wish there was, I for how great of an original story it is, I feel like it's a little bit of a, a, a cheap sell at the end. They just like get a power saw and they fucking, the guy just is like, all right, it's time to do it. And he just runs out and just fucking saws into him. And like, you know, the dude melts down. That's fine. Uh, it doesn't make or break the film for me either way. There's so much good gore and like just fun shit before that. That I'm already sold on the film that the ending doesn't have to be this like huge selling point, you know? But yeah, yeah, this huge crescendo. You didn't need yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't need it so much, but it would have been nice. It would have definitely put this to the next fucking extreme of amazing movies. But I thought it was a little weak of a of a of a cop out of an end of a little yeah. bit. Um, the whole zombie th- thing coming back. I, I oh, could go without that. I was that. just gonna say, what about the ending ending no, where no, now no, all of a no. sudden I, I thought that would have been cool if they did it the whole movie. Bingo. If, Where if you got killed, you came back as a zombie. Too. Yes, just like fucking last week. You know, when we when we did Flesh Eater. You, the, the fucking Flesh Eater killed the motherfucker. Maybe about 20 minutes later. Springs up and now that person, is, you know, that would have been the way to do hey, it. Wait, because that adds more elements of, of danger. You know, that was the thing that it was kind of missing in this movie was just like the suspense of the goblin really coming to get a motherfucker, you know, that just, it felt like a lot of time they were just in the house chilling, being like, all right, yeah. let's, let's talk about what's going on. You know, like, well, yeah, like we're he, here. he would like ambush people that went out on their own. Really? Yeah. Like he wasn't was really, really attacking it. the group at once where if you got the zombies coming into the house, like they did at the end during it apart. 
Yeah. Exactly. Forcing them apart, forcing groups to leave the house, exposing themselves. Not their genitals, but like, you know, to being killed. <laughs> Either way, I've been cool with it. But like, it, it just would have added a really hang the awesome. Goblin <laughs> Dude, go- goblin hanging down would have fucking put it over the edge <laughs> for me. But like, just, just, I think, the, <laughs> I, I think the zombie element would have been better played throughout the entire film than being sprung up at the end. It's almost like a saving grace to what they knew was a bad ending. Yeah. I mean, I could agree with that. It, it would have been better, I think throughout but hey man i still think it's an enjoyable movie to watch for what it is it's a fucking shot on video gore movie from the early 90s like what the fuck do you think you're gonna get and if you go into it thinking this is a shot on video gore movie from the 90s you're gonna have a great time yeah if you watch this with a group of people you're gonna fucking have a fucking insane time especially if you're like a fan of this shit and you're with a bunch of normies 100% 100% watch it. They're going to love this shit, dude. I promise you. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we picked this for like our Halloween movie because uh, the movie takes place, looks like in the fall. They're on this farm, this fucking outdoorsy, woodsy area. Feels very Halloween. It's very goblin. Yeah. It's Halloween. It's not a Halloween movie per se, but this fits your Halloween um viewing playlists or whatever you want to say and it's will this fit. fits bad taste video this really is what this podcast is always you know really this is where our home dude we love the low budget fucking gore this is what we're all about and this just felt appropriate man this is the halloween movie of 2022 for bad taste video fucking goblin i highly recommend that you get high and watch this fucking movie that's a great combination <laughs> <laughs> You heard it from the man himself. So, Grizz, it's time to head over to the wide world of metal. And this week, I picked probably one of the best Ooh. death metal albums of all time. And that's going to be Morbid Angels' Altars of Madness from 1989. Holy fucking shit grizz this movie is this movie this album, <laughs> and this album. Is, yeah is absolutely fucking insane can, can you agree with that dude you know you, you you hit me with some slayer last time the last week that it was yours and it was okay you know i'll admit it was better than i thought it was gonna be and then you come through with the fucking best death metal album of all time how how could i be mad this legitimately, in my opinion, is is probably the best death metal album that's ever been made. You know, I I can agree with that actually. It has everything I that could, I want in death metal, man. Yeah, I could actually agree with that, and like, there's no doubt about it that it's death metal. Like, yeah, death is technically a death metal band, but they're also kind of thrash and everything. This is like straight up death metal 1989 only tuned the E flat apparently we just looked it up yeah, and it's it heavy as fuck right you have a mix of fucking crazy guitars crazy guitar solos insane drumming and like synthesizers that oh. sound like something out of a fucking uh, cradle of filth album dude only that's what i was just going to say before too. you know that like this is not only the best death metal album in my opinion that's ever been made and dude for 89 the fucking production on this album incredible insane Insane. incredible this album to me is also responsible for so much 
of the sound that would become the second wave of black metal. There's so much influence, I think, from this particular album in that scene that it's undeniable when you listen to this that you will hear things that you're like, man, this really is some second wave shit going on in this particular part of this song. Emperor has to like Morbid Angel. Dude, without a doubt. The, the, the trem right? riffs in this album are so fucking Emperor, dude. It's it's crazy. And the way the synthesizers accent certain riffs are also very fucking Emperor. Uh, well, Emperor, I, I guess, copied them. I don't know, yeah. man. But this fucking album totally fucking rips dude uh what are some of your favorites on this uh i uh, i literally can listen to this straight through but there's there's a few standouts i mean obviously chapel of ghouls is probably the best fucking song uh yep, on the they, album they named they named that song after all the hogs ex-girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> i miss old hoggy boy but like it's uh it fuck it dude god damn that song is so good and like you were talking about the synth that comes in on that at the three minute mark it, it it's not like corny it's just fucking evil and like oh i'm just like god the, damn i get it so into accents it everything perfectly and it's the same perfectly. thing with the synth in immortal rights it's not a lot of synth but it's just this this little fucking Punch. yeah just a little a little dash and it's just the, the perfect fucking amount dude those two definitely how, stand out um i love for, how immortal i love how immortal yeah i can't even say it now i love how immortal rights starts how it's almost like a backwards like record being oh, played evil as fuck sounding right brutal brutal so brutal. then for like lyrically why though dude evil spells that fucking that what a great ending to this album that evil spells is third best song on the album um chapla ghouls number one yep uh immortal rights number two 100 and then i would definitely say evil spells number three that's and I'm my not saying that the, I'm, I'm not saying that the uh the album's bad like no. the rest of it you could fucking listen to this shit but those are like my standouts the literally the beginning the middle and the end uh, they, which is pretty are, awesome they're fucking perfect and dude it's so funny because like you listen to fucking chapel of ghouls and you're like Dude, suffocation ripped this so fucking hard <laughs> on infecting the crips like that fucking it, it, it literally not the whole song but there's so many elements of infecting the crips in fucking chapel of ghouls where i'm like oh my god dude like and, and, and like it wasn't that like they, i mean the, the, these two bands exist in the same time period 88 i think suffocation came out and this band has this, they just happen to have a song called suffocation on this album too but like dude it is so funny how similar those two fucking albums sound or those two yeah. songs in particular man this this whole fucking album is just non-stop fucking like riffage and it's like it's all and it's this is gonna sound fucking weird but it's like all melodic you know what i mean the riffs are not like they're fucking crazy riffs even but during if, like, a blast listen beat. to it yeah if you listen to what the guitar is playing it's not like nonsense no. you know what i mean like it's it evil actually melody. has it's so yes evil. Oh. yes yes for sure this this is like essential death metal listening right oh yeah for sure a hundred percent and like for me too the reason why it's so good too is because i uh, dude david vincent i think that he he really dials in that perfect mix of like you know what what chuck was doing in death with his vocals mm -hmm. 
and then yeah. what would become the cookie monster of death metal with like you know corpse grinder and barnes and all those guys yeah this is the perfect crossover of like that those two worlds combining in which you get a little bit of that real far guttural but you get a lot of stuff that is still comprehensible so like the lyrics are like oh it gets you it gets me into it a little bit more i'm like he's talking about satan and evil fucking <laughs> gates of hell and i'm like dude i'm fucking there dude i'm with you on this motherfucker where sometimes well, i love death metal that gets cookie monsterish don't get me wrong but you don't get that, like, you got to look up the lyrics. Otherwise, you don't fucking know, yeah. really. Well, like, that's why, like, um, Deicide. Yeah, like, dude, 100%. What's his name, Glenn Benton? Yeah. Right? He fucking, Great delivery. like, you can understand what he's saying. Yes. And it still sounds fucking evil as evil. shit. Evil, yes. And, you know, as much as, like, your parents probably made fun of your music saying, like, oh, you can't <laughs> understand what they, it is. I could, it is hard sure. to understand. Well, it is hard to understand sometimes. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. No, yeah. If it's Cookie Monster straight, like, dude, there's a lot of corpse stuff from, like, I don't fucking, I understood cum. You know, I could I hear him say that. <laughs> you know, that was about it. So it's, like, as, as good as, as fucking Alters is, man. And, and I think this is the best death metal album ever made. It's probably not my favorite uh, Morbid Angel album. Just because, like, dude, Covenant is so fucking good. And, like, I just, for me, like, my favorite, just because it has my favorite song from Morbid Angel, Angels of Disease is just, like... Is this, that really your favorite? It's my favorite fucking... It's probably one of my favorite metal songs of all time, honestly. It's just cool as fuck. I love the vocal delivery in that. But I will say, though, that Altars of Madness as an entire album, front is, to back, is unbeatable. Yeah. Like, it's just little personal preferences of why I like Covenant and like the, the some of the lyrical content of Covenant's real fucking cool. But man, Altars of Madness is by far the greatest production wise uh you know fucking personnel Content, wise all the everything. dudes in the band are just fucking bangers guitar man solos it's, in this are fucking insane dude the I guitar even opening to learn them. Uh, uh, i don't even bother to learn them I, I couldn't even imagine dude honestly like there's just so many dude the, what was it the the visions of the dark side there's like this it just opens up with like these crazy fucking squeals and shit and that's what i loved about it there's so many of those just like hard hard fucking diving and just pulling up on the fucking Dude, whammy bar squeals in this i love the fucking like you do you do the push down on the whammy bar as you're doing like a like a trill like, or like something a, oh so so it like sounds like that weird warping sound death yeah. does that a lot too and i always thought that's such a cool thing and i use it like in all my solos fevers and of plagues bands. has that yeah. dude right in the beginning of fevers and plagues it does that that trill fucking like drop thing and it it just gets me going dude this whole album so good so like i i was talking to my friend at work and he's like a he's a bit older than me like old school death metal dude loves all this shit we were saying like we really don't listen to any fucking morbid angel after covenant like i no, never really got the into album like, with like the neon it's like green and purple that that's, one's that's domination okay. that's okay yeah. you know but it's not I, not I know covenant. people like Gateways to Annihilation, right? People like that album. I, I think I remember would. people wearing those shirts. Well, the one kid at the only other kid that was listening to this shit in my high <laughs> he school. He had a t-shirt. You I, remember? <laughs> I remember him wearing that shirt, and that was because it, it like came out while we were in high oh, school. Yeah. But um, like Blessed Are the Sick from what was it? The third album or the second album? Uh, third album. I don't, third. I don't know. No, but, second album. It's not on. Uh, is it on fucking like, Covenant? No, it has to be know. the second album. What was that second uh, well, album? It's got that red cover. I could see it in my head. It's like that, blood well, on like, it. 
Well, like that, it's, uh, wait, let me see. I'm, I'm trying to see what the fucking, what is this? Abominations of desolation. It's blessed are the sick, right? Was that it? Blessed are the sick or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That's, I can see yeah, it in my head. Dude. I know what it looks like. And then you had covenant and like, those were the ones that like I listened to, but the same thing happened to me, like with fucking obituary, but like, I listened to the first three albums and I was like, yeah, okay. Same thing with death, dude. I listened to the first three albums and I'm like, yeah, okay. It, obituary got softer as time went on. They lost their edge to me. They got, but cause of death is so sick. How do you like I know, but it just got like rednecky almost. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know too, if they lean too into that. <laughs> hey, it's slowly we rot 89. I, I believe it is, right? I'm I'm I gotta double check. Of, if, if, or is it 90? I think I'm it's an be, 80s album. But like, uh, for whatever reason, after Cause of Death, I, I was just like, this doesn't hit as hard. June if, 14th, 89, dude. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. See, right here. Um, In the old noggin. <laughs> <laughs> I I I like just don't feel like the mid nineties treated a lot of these bands well. They went in a direction that either got boring or like just didn't have that spark that they had before. Man, you know, um, imagine taking a time machine back to the spring of fucking nineteen eighty nine, and in May you get fucking Altars of Madness, and the month after that. You get fucking slowly we rot release, dude. What a goddamn time period to be a metal fan. Like, oh, dude, that's dude sick. two of probably the the best death metal albums ever recorded. Back I'm more to back. Of a cause of death. I'm more of a cause of death guy. We understand, but still, chop in half, bro. Come on. Oh, chop. Yeah. <laughs> still, two of the best fucking death metal yeah, albums yeah, released yeah, yeah. I'll back agree to back. That. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that for sure. Um, but Grizz, uh, would you say this is definitely in the bad taste, uh, hall of fame of metal bands and is this, albums? Is this like the first album we're officially putting in like the bad taste be. hall Probably. of fame? Cause I don't think we've ever uh, named a hall of famer for the music category, but if there's ever been one, bro, this is it. <laughs> it's this one. Oh God, man. Yeah. This one is definitely one you have to go listen to. It's probably everywhere. It's on iTunes. It's probably on Spotify, right? Um, oh, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely on YouTube. On Spotify. Yeah. You could definitely watch watch the the lyric videos on YouTube, but definitely <laughs> check this one out. Hundred percent, hundred percent, you're gonna like this. And if oh, you've dude, never I, heard it before, I'm fucking jealous. And it's so funny. You're gonna get fucking rocked. It, it, like I just saw this funny meme. There's so many fucking funny things about like the cover of this album, of all like the ghoul faces, and like somebody like circled three of the faces that look identical to the three brothers in Casper, of like Fatso Stretch and the fucking. <laughs> you send that to me. Please send that to me. They are fucking in there, bro. I promise you. Take a look. It's so funny. All right, so I think that just about wraps it up for this week. Our pre-Halloween extravaganza teaser. Mr. Grizz, where could they find you on the internet? You could find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler, but also you could find me next week on our Twitch channel on our real Halloween extravaganza Sunday, the 30th of October. Look at our... We haven't decided yet if what on a specific time we might do it a little bit earlier than 8 30 because we know people you know it's sunday and people yeah. probably you know we don't know what the fuck you're doing there's no game of thrones or anything so you don't have to be worried about that 
But uh, I got a football game at, that night, so we gotta be a little fucking cautious. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> what time's the football game, bro? It's at eight twenty-five. But I'll record it, so I'm gonna go from our fucking show to watching the Bills kick some Packer ass. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I would say probably around seven thirty, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's a good okay. time, you know. Seven thirty yeah, on a 7:30. Sunday. Seven thirty uh, on our Twitch channel, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Bad Taste Video. Um, you can find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. I had a fucking blue screen for a second there. I had to catch up. Um, yeah, really, we would appreciate it if you subscribed or followed our Twitch. Uh, I'll say it again, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Trying we're to build really, it. Trying to make it something. Yeah, we're going to really start doing more on there. We're having a good time. We're upgrading our equipment. I just got a few new things here. We're going to really try to make it a fun experience. I know we always say that. But, but this time we're, we're really, dressing up and we're not telling each other what we're dressing up as. Yeah, and that's going to yeah, be so the fun be part. Fun. And I want I you guys have, to dress up because I, also I have can't a buddy. see you. But. <laughs> I also have a buddy sending me a tape that I have to open live on Oh shit! I don't know this what it is. is. Interesting. I, I don't know porn. what it is. I I hope it's a big old <laughs> fucking dick video. Uh, imagine imagine people sending like dick pics, but like they send you an actual photograph, and it's like, oh, I, I sent you a video, and it's yeah, an actual like fucking videotape of just of the, like like a shot on video of their garage. Yeah, yeah it's only like eight seconds long though. It's like, do you it's get like, it? It's on an it eight-hour tape. Fucking, just yeah. Yeah, it gets delivered to your neighbor on accident. Oh my god. He's like, I picked this cape for you. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Sorry. Yeah, I got a VCR, bro. You're up there. Yeah, you want to hang it's out? It's a good later? one. Yeah. You ever watch Goblin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, can we make a porn parody called oh, yeah. Goblin? Uh, a goblet. No, Goblin. <laughs> Porn parody of this. Yeah, Come on, beautiful goblin. I got hairy right, arms I'll like that motherfucker. I'll run it by. Uh, I'll run it by Ek at the Laser Grace podcast. <laughs> there we go. He All is right, in full blown spooky season. This motherfucker. I, I yeah, have seen it. He has seen the light. He has yeah, come to the he, other side. He definitely has been listening to Bad Taste video. Now he uh, brushes his teeth with candy corn and combs his <laughs> hair with uh, fake spider webs. Mary so, James. Uh, we will see you on Sunday night at 7.30 at twitch.tv slash video because we will be live with our Halloween extravaganza 2022 so. because Stone because Stone I can't do a Stone Cold fucking Neither can I do, but it would be dope if we could call Stone Cold no I can't do Stone Cold yeah, you almost I could, I could hear it coming out I'll a little bit practice. I'll have to practice I'll practice for Sunday because Stone Cold ET said so 